Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. This is the podcast about the radio show, available all places that you get your DA show podcasts. So just search Permission Granted, and you can subscribe to its own feed or the DA show feed as well, where full episodes or the best of the show is always available. Well, today was an interesting day. This is a Wednesday that we're taping this, and Schwartz was in on headlines today. And Schwartz brought up something that was uninitiated. We did not know it was coming, but he he talked about his conversation with Jack Stern in the newsroom the other day. And he had said that Jack was pressing him for financials. He wanted to know how much he made for working the shift that he does on CBS Sports Radio, then also the shift that he does doing updates on the local side. And this comes on the heels of you admitting He called you and did the same thing, pressing for financials. And it's making me wonder how many people he's done that to around the office and how uncomfortable that conversation must be for everybody he encounters. Well, here's right off the bat. I found it interesting that Schwartz said that in the process of ending the conversation that Jack admitted that he needs to work on social cues. Yes. Which tells me he's gotten the same kind of ending of conversations and they're all awkward, even the non-financial conversations. with Right. Him. So that's part of it. But my guess is now we're seeing a trend. Why suddenly within two weeks, am I getting the same phone call and Schwartz getting the same conversation? We cannot be the only two. And maybe this podcast will serve as a public service announcement for others to step forward. Yeah, well, it might be because your impending departure, he sees potential deck chairs being rearranged absolutely some openings so maybe he thinks he's in line for some type of added something so he wants to know what other people are making i have to tell you i i find it to be incredibly tacky to be asking people what they make because i suppose you hope that you can ask for the same amount of money or what have you Right. So I guess you don't want to be taken advantage of, but Schwartz has been here for 
20 years. Yeah. So whatever he's making is not what Jack should be making. Well, exactly the point. So I unbelievably monitoring the Twitch chat as I do during the show. I, I didn't chat enough to, a bunch today, but I did notice a couple people definitely stepped in and said, oh, Jack's actually in the right here. You should make sure that your bosses aren't trying to screw you down the line or whatever. Where I think people are missing the point. I am sure in corporate America there is a lot of that. And if you're in a cubicle next to somebody and you want to know, or maybe before you take some kind of, you know, other union job doing some kind of constructing work, you want to make sure you're getting the same dollar. But this is a little different. There is a seniority situation. There is, you know, earning other raises throughout your career as a full-timer in this business. And just simply taking somebody's job doesn't mean you bring the same, I don't know, uh, like same criteria to meet said job like you could fill the role but what is your value in the role so like it just we're in a different kind of business that just it makes it awkward uncomfortable also if you care that much and you really are curious and maybe it's about basing the future of whether you even want to be in the business like that could be an honest question then go talk to somebody in management don't put one of your fellow co-workers in an awkward situation like that where they're just like ah, i don't really feel comfortable telling you this also for anybody who's defending jack on twitch what you're failing to realize is that Jack doesn't have a relationship close enough to either of right. the two people that we're talking about to be trustworthy with the information. We don't know where Jack is going. We, no, you guys don't know what, how Jack's going to use that. What happens if Jack goes into the boss's office and he's like, I heard Mraz is making this. Why would I only be offered this? Or, you know, no, Schwartz told me this. You can't trust him with that information. Right. Nor anybody, unless you really had a relationship with them. Then your perception is always tarnished with the bosses, too, then. Exactly. So you just can't entrust him with that information when he's just swooping in like a buzzard, hoping to get intel for his own benefit. And for those of you who might be listening to this still on the back, Jack, here's a perfect example. DA and I are ending our relationship after over 10 and a half years. I could tell you... Firmly, I have zero idea what actual DA money was over 10 years. No idea. No idea. I see the Palazzo and Warwick. I got no idea. And DA, I'm sure, has no idea either what I'm making or what I'm about to make. I don't know. But the point is, we have a pretty damn good close relationship. So why would I give that information to Jack or anybody? Money creates it's a lot weird. of divisions. It creates a lot of resentment and divisions and jealousy and envy. And it's just a bad conversation to have. And... If you're trying to protect yourself with shift wages, union wages, like you said, et cetera, that's one thing. But you can only do that with people that you trust right. and know that they're not going to use that as some type of weapon. And you can't clearly trust Jack because everyone's like, get away from me. Yes. So the whole thing, he's, it's bizarre. Now, what do you think about Bogish banging the drum for Jack is the natural replacement to you because he is a natural fountain of content? I've thought about this a lot, and I'm almost disappointed Bogus and I have already taped the side beat before Wednesday's show. I think two things could be happening here with Bogus, and either could be true, either could be wrong, but they're on the table. I think either Bogus himself sees an opening to quote-unquote like second true chair to you on the show where like he's going to be the main chime-in guy, maybe hang more time in the studio, and he knows if we hire Jack, you're going to want to shut him up as much as possible, and therefore, Bogish has a little rise, a little creed back there with management. <laughs> that could be going on. Or number two, Bogish now understands the value in pissing Pete off. 
And with losing me, let's face it, you know, that could, that, you know, roll, somebody might pucker up to Pete <laughs> in that control room. And Bogus doesn't want to lose Pete on edge. So by pushing this agenda, knowing it's going to really irritate Pete, he's trying to fill that void. One of those two things could be possible. It opens up so many interesting conversations. Number one, let's just say I went to Pete after all of these interviews and I said, Pete, I'm going to be honest. The best man, the best man for this job is Jack, and I really want Jack in that chair. What would Pete's reaction be? Um, well, first of all, I don't think he would scream at you as many people would expect. I think Pete would try to, within 10 seconds, try to think of a strategic way to divert you to somebody else, and it would end up coming out like a bumbling mess. So it'd be like, well, you know, uh, did you consider, you know, what if we talked to this person who didn't interview and then you know, just uh, maybe a second round of interviews, like he'd go down that route because he would feel had and he would feel uncomfortable. I think, no way, no way am I doing it because he'd be very then scared about his role in this whole thing. He would also go home and stew. Oh, and no he'd doubt. be like, I can't believe this is happening. Do I quit? Because I think that would be the break point. If I was like, Pete, I, this is what we're doing. Jack's going to be next to you every single day for four hours and you have to work in tandem with him, I think would break Pete. Now, it would never happen because I would never, I shouldn't say that. Everybody's open to interviewing, but I think that it would be oil and water to put Jack and Pete together would, in that room. Would Pete, after a strenuous interview process of which he sat in there and you coming to the table with that being the person to hire, would Pete put the stamp down to say, you know what? I'm going to save the company a few bucks here. I want to do both jobs. Would he rather do that and take on that than make sure he's stuck with somebody? Yeah, I think so. That's maybe the play he'd think about. I think there's nobody I could pitch to him that would get a worse reaction than Jack. I don't think there's I, anybody on earth. I could tell you based on comment. I can't mention a few, but there's more people on that list than you think. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I, I cannot utter okay. names. But like you've had the conversation with Pete who it can't be. I almost feel like Pete has whittled down his <laughs> yeses and nos already before you even sat down with anybody. Uh, I could tell, and because Pete's already going, this has been on Pete's mind for a week now since the announcement come out. I could tell where I spent the weekend, you know, working a little, hanging out with my kids, whatever. I came in Monday, and I could tell Pete had spent the entire weekend thinking about who's already out and who's in in his mind. Uh -huh. So he has a a firm out list. Wow. Whether he reveals that to you or not, I don't know. <laughs> wow. But that's why I wish I had cameras on this because I have insider information on knowing how Pete feels. I don't really know how you feel on everybody, but I would like to now see Pete in management clicking the pen, doing that. Like, I am so fascinated by the interview process. <laughs> I've never been more fascinated at anything in the show in my life than it happens to be the person in the interview process. Well, it should be noted that this is not a decision, a done decision in any way, shape, or form. It would be announced already if it was. It, we have to post the job yeah. legally, but also I want to hear from people outside of this building. I think it's very important to make sure we don't just look internally. Might be a benefit for to promote from within, but I, I don't want to stop there. So Pete can have a list of no's, but it, this we're going to throw this net out wide. And so he, he can't say no to people we haven't interviewed yet. Well, and also, I said it's not kidding at all. Somebody who might be a no on his list might sit down ultra prepared for the interview. Maybe they have like really creative ideas about how to spin the show, keeping going forward, where both of you walk away and go, wow, that's good. That's good. And phase 2.0, whatever Bogus is calling this, 
you end up walking away going, I feel really good about the future mm -hmm. and doing either some same things or different things with this person. You're allowed to blow somebody back with an interview. And that's Stern's shot. If he comes in, I mean, maybe just... But we, we don't know if he wants the job yet. No. He hasn't expressed to any of us personally. Okay, that's that's fact. At least not me. Okay. Has he? I don't think he's reached out to Pete yet because Pete would have shut him down immediately. Well, I don't think Pete can. I think anybody who reached out to him has to... I don't think you could deny interviews. So that's what I'm saying. I think that there has been a list of people that Pete already has that's reached out to Pete. Ah. Um. I, I would believe a JS is on that list. Oh. But... Think about this, and this will be the this will be my little in-house conversation to anybody listening. If the job happens to be given to somebody from within, any of you listening, and not from outside the organization, there's usually a trickle-down effect. So whatever that person was doing had a bunch of shifts and a bunch of roles. That could be, you know, it's not just about getting my job. It could be about getting that person's job if that mm -hmm. were to happen, which is still a big deal. Well, I... I'd like to sit down with everybody and yeah. have a long-form conversation, and that includes Jack. If Jack is interested in the job, I have no problem sitting down and, and really asking him some tough questions because some tough questions need to be asked. Well, and maybe that's the kind of spot that could change his life. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't get hired, but maybe a hard interview with you where, you know, he walks away in innocence, maybe why he did or didn't get hired could change his whole life. Yeah, that's right. I think the other— Hard knocks training camp. <laughs> The other thing about Bogues going to bat for Jack so much is I think you're right. I think Bogues is now just taking such glee in tweaking Pete. He just wants to do anything possible to tweak Pete, and he's just sitting back and laughing, and that's the ultimate tweak Pete. Totally, which is, I mean, look, you can make a Venn diagram about things you enjoy in the show. I don't care what percentage you throw at it. There's at least a 2% of enjoyment when there's Tweak Pete going. <laughs> it's still a fabric societal part of the show. If Pete gets really angry and upset about something and you know how to poke and prod, I mean, you know what? It adds to the flavor of the show. What was the topic? Making ribs without garlic powder. What was the topic on Tuesday? No. No. He started screaming at, oh, at us. What was that? It was... He was, he, oh, uh, disrespecting the dogs. Oh, the right. Ugly, the ugliest dog. dog in the world competition. Yeah. But th th you can't have it. You change the name. You change something. Right. You got the whole Pete. We're yeah. making fun of sick dogs. They're sick. They're sick. They're sick. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're sick. That's right. But you need Pete fired up. That's got to continue. Bogus nose. So it comes to Schwartz. Schwartz not only unveils today that he had an awkward conversation with Jack, and Jack asked him about money, but then really shows everybody how the sausage is made. I have this New York embargo going on because when uh, they the bosses moved Mraz down the hall to the New York side of the to, of the network, uh, New York station rather, uh, I said that's it, forget it, we're not going to play this game anymore. We have played clips from that station. We have, uh, you know, referenced that station. I think the network in, in many areas of the country, all, already people are like, you guys are all Yankee fans or all Mets fans or Giants or Jets. Or I hear too much about the New York fans. It's too New York-y, et cetera, because many of us are from here. That I'm like, that's an embargo time. We're not talking about New York. So Pete learns of this midway through the first hour of the show, which is fine. He didn't know I was doing it, but so be it. By the fourth hour update, 
he is trying to be really clever and creative in not saying Mets or Yankees, but it is becoming a belabored point because it's taking longer to do their highlights and tell their stories than if he just would have said Mets and Yankees. So I'm very torn on this. And it has nothing to do with me moving down the hall. Because I, I appreciate the embargo. I'm laughing at the embargo. Bogus came in with the idea of playing the Zach Bryan soundcheck uh, clip with the Go Birds. On one hand... Because Zach Bryan did a, a show in New York City in Queens. Right. And he had Daniel Jones on stage, quarterback of the Giants, and still yelled, Go Birds. So we were saying he's on board with the embargo of New York. On one hand, we should have been prepared for this. Because... Yeah. With all due respect, I remember when we wanted Schwartz the one year to lead every update with the Masters because we weren't really going to talk about it much. Me and you aren't really golf guys. And he kept the, the thing I have to leave. You kept making jokes and you had had it by the end. When you tell Schwartz, like, you need to do something. Some people say this is important, but I couldn't care right. less about the Masters or something like that. And it like just that. goes on. And, and he misses the whole point and makes it about him. So we should have seen that coming. On the other hand, as much as Pete has been in the business for a long time, and as much as he could be a self-deprecating doofball that maybe he's unaware, or maybe not self whatever. You know, there's not a lot of creative bones in his body. And I kind of had an appreciation for how creative he had gotten. It took too long. It made it too much about it. But then it also, I think, did highlight more that you really are trying to embargo. So, like, I, I almost see both sides of this. I really do. I kind of appreciate that was the most creative juices I had seen from Pete, who, by the way, at the last update flat out told us he's got nothing left. So, Well, so that was the other part, is that by the final update, we're kind of like, Pete, you, you're belaboring the New York stuff so that it's doing the inverse of the intent, which is making people focus more on the New York stuff because you're going to such great lengths to describe these games creatively quote unquote and then he's like let's face it nothing has changed since the last hour so that's it he gave and up he gave up now this is of the utmost frustration to bogues who carves crafts a new update every single hour yeah there is always a new way to write something there's i mean he, he can lead with otani for four uh four updates but he doesn't have to he can do anything that he wants. It, it, it is almost NBA free agency. We've got training camp of the NFL right around yeah. the corner. We've got a million things you could right. w- weave into an update. But Pete looks at the baseball scores, says these are the baseball scores we're going to do this morning. So basically nothing has changed. And we're all like, oh, oh God. it's so per- So, and the sausage is made aspect of this. This is not just for Schwartz. There's a lot of people do this in, in the anchor positions. Schwartz will come in an hour before the show starts. And Schwartz will write all four updates for the show. He will not adapt to anything. What he has already decided he's going to do, he's going to do. Bogish comes in, and whatever he's going to do on the third hour of the show, he has no idea as of 6.30 what he's going to do because he, you know, the news could change throughout the morning. Like, breaking news could happen, and Schwartz, frankly, just leave it out the whole show because it wasn't already pre-written in there, and he cannot divert from his ways. That's right. And that's sad indictment. So a great update guy like Bogish adjusts constantly, writes constantly so that everything sounds different, feels different. Might even work in a joke that didn't exist at 6 a.m. but existed from the first hour of the show, right. something like that. So when Pete says, let's face nothing's changed since last hour, it is such a white flag, and it does peel back the curtain on somebody who's not, who is not going the extra mile, okay? Say the least. And so when Pete goes, let's face nothing's changed since last hour, 
the whole audience hears a guy go, I'm just reciting the same yeah. update so you don't have to listen every hour. In fact, if you've heard one of my updates, don't bother the rest of the way, which the magic of all of this is stay locked in. Right. Stay in tune. This is why we tease ahead. Don't go to the commercial. Don't tune away on commercial break. After the break, you'll get to hear this. It's why we do everything. And Pete is telling them, the moment you hear my voice, it's the same crap as you heard last week, uh, last hour. Which Bogish gets irate about. Bogish is grading him on, I'm seeing this happen. You didn't put this in. I'm seeing this happen. And again, it doesn't help that our tape situation, the people cutting the highlights is not good. But Bogish looks at a profession that, you know, in radio and the podcasting world, jobs are ever-changing. He could be looking at update anchors going, I don't know if I'm going to have this job forever. you got to be a flag waver. You're actually in my seat today, <laughs> and you're blowing it. You're letting bosses know our job is irrelevant. That's exactly right, because one of two things can happen very quickly. Either AI writes scripts for us in right. 10 milliseconds, and then you could just have anybody read it, or AI does the update yeah. in 10 milliseconds. And not Alan Iverson, <laughs> right. I think you'll always need opinion makers because I don't think anybody wants to hear bots uh, have a take on Bill Belichick, but AI's coming for a lot of other jobs. No doubt about it. Self-checkout was just the beginning. So that was so funny today. Um, we, we're going to have an interesting um, timeline here. You and I and Bogus and Bilotti are in together all of this week. Then next week is uh, 4th of July. I'm out the entire week. And most of you guys are out most of the week. Yeah, two, well, Tuesday, Wednesday, you will get none of the regulars. I believe Monday, Thursday, Friday, at least me, Bogus, and Pete will all be here. Oh, okay. So you get three days with the Bogus, Mraz, DA show antics. Gotcha. Then the following week, you took off the whole week. Right, which is, so I, I had used no time off over the summer because you and Pete had babies, so I basically felt like I needed to be here the whole time. So I finally, I had put this weekend before knowing any of this was going to happen, I'm now on vacation. So then you're gone, so it's me, Pete, and Bogues for a week, and then you come back and the four of us are together for the final week that you are with us. So it's going to be such an interesting timeline because we'll have been together this week. The next week is is a 4th of July potpourri, potluck dinner. Then you're gone, so we'll have a taste of what it's going to be like without you, and then the final week you come back and we like all are together for a reunion week. So farewell. I'm, yeah, it's going to feel like you get next week is the farewell of summer Fridays of me and Bogus. You get three versions of that. Then the next week is kind of like Super Bowl bye week. You get a taste of life without football, life without me. <laughs> then the following week's the Super Bowl, and we close it out. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the way you look at it. Right. So it's three interesting weeks to come. Very interesting. And I still haven't. I, I'm going away to. Uh, Lake George with my my family, my wife and kids on that week that I'm off. We're, you know, we're driving up because I'm not getting on a plane with my kids until they know I understand headphones. That's not happening. But anyway, I'm driving up and I, I haven't thought how I'm going to approach that week. Do I want to listen? Do I want to hear, you know, certain stuff? Do I want to hear the show without me right away before my week? I don't know how I'm going to approach that yeah, week. Yeah, it's like, do you want to see your own funeral? I don't know. I don't know if I want to be there. I don't no. want to be there. So I might literally disconnect for a week because I'm sure the next week is going to be a lot. Yeah, when I'm off, I don't really listen to you guys. I like I didn't know you about don't the, get frustrated. Either. I don't. <laughs> I didn't hear the Tutty thing from Carlos until I saw it on Instagram. I didn't know the um, the Pat Boyle meaty man boobs <laughs> bit. <laughs> I didn't know any of that. But I mean, I've also been swamped by AJ stuff. So 
I don't really have much more yeah. bandwidth. I'm kind of surprised when Pete goes away, quote unquote, that he listens so religiously. Well, there's a paranoia that we're constantly talking about him and degrading his job. So <laughs> first thing he does in the morning is put on the show. But I don't think I'd want to hear that either. I think I'd be like, I don't want to hear them ripping me. Yeah, I, I mean, I probably listen more than I should. But I oftentimes, at least the last three years, the main times I've ever listened if I'm out, always Canadian bacon. Mm. I, I look for that little tweet from DA when Canadian bacon's up. I'm like, what are these mother effers going to do to me today? And I tune in to hear Boyle Caserta. I drive myself nuts with it. So Thank goodness they made this move after the Canadian bacon season and during the Canadian bacon offseason. Oh, could you imagine? Right? If in the At least they had respect for that. <laughs> if in the middle of Canadian bacon, they're like, ah, sorry, Mraz is leaving. Would be like, wait a second, on the fly I have to develop a new Canadian bacon voice? They had respect. They had respect they for Canadian bacon, which was huge. Um, but I will say, post when I'm done, the one that I'm looking forward to, my mornings are going to be free. Me and my wife kind of flip-flopping schedules. I know I will be in the car taking my kids to daycare at some point. I am now officially in the D'Alien group chat on Twitter. I'm becoming a listener just like that. Oh, wow. Me, Moist, Dixieland, Dan, Reed Phillips Radio. I, oh, they chatted up. It's, it's a great... On Twitter? Or on so your text. A, a, a Twitter, they probably hate that I'm revealing. You're not supposed to talk about group chat, but they have a, a DM with like 15 of the most oh. loyal accounts and a constant thread about the show, but they're all lives. They're all friends. We've developed this community of friends. And on the night that it was announced, like, uh, you know, the Mayflower trucks moving in, where I had made the announcement on FAN and we hadn't been in the next morning to discuss with our show what was going on, Moist Pork tweeted me, DM me in a frenzy. Everybody's really upset. Everybody's seen the news. They cannot wait for tomorrow morning. Can you at least address the hardcore listeners what was going on? I said, you know what? I can't judge all of our listeners in the morning, but these are the 15 that have come together as a friendship. I will address them on exactly what's going on. So they got a little preview on what was going on. And they've kept me in the chat, and we've agreed. I'm going to be a listener just like them. So now I'm a D-alien. So I'm just... wow. What's Chatting it up. I sent them a picture of me having a beer last night. You know, What's the temperature of the thread? They're excited for the show. I think they're excited. Wow. They're, well, they got past the upsetness. I've convinced them the show is going to be fine. Um, yeah, and they all, I mean, they're talking about, you know, what tattoos. They, you got to see these people share their real lives with each other. And I'm one of them now. So I'm looking forward to being a fan of the show. You know, oh, okay, me, so, Mariana, Moist, we're, we're going to have a blast. But, but they went from heartbroken, yeah. depressed to now excited or just like, okay, it's not so bad. We're, we'll... We'll yeah. feel it out. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I, I mean, I can't tell you that they were filmed doing jumping jacks in excitement, but, like, no, they're um, they're very much not negative about the future of the show. Okay. So, hey, show goes on. It'll be fine. The A's there, Pete's there, Bogey, they've assured that new guy. And I think Moist has been the real rally there. Who knows what we, you know, haven't seen yet from this show. <laughs> oh, wow. So, the hardcore the aliens are in. Moist is waving the flag. Moist is a big flag waver. But, no, they're great people. So, I just, I cannot wait to take part in DA show listenership with these people. Okay. So, yeah. Wow, a new... And it's not annoying. You know, I go to the chat when I see, you know, let's go, oh, this is what this one's talking about. Oh, nice, nice tattoo. You know, that kind of thing. So we got, let me let me see if I can rattle off some of the, the names. Moist Pork, Adriana. Adriana's in there, yep. Mariana. Mariana, yep. Uh, Dixieland Dan. Correct. Rob in the 321. Correct. They let Rob in. Rob's there. Rob might have created it years ago. I don't know. Fatty Crackers, Reed Phillips Radio. Definitely. And I got to be honest, there's a bunch of others from there, but those are like the six I know I've interacted with the most. Okay. I'm probably screwing up a couple. And there's, I'm, I'm sure, is Gloria Splat in there? Actually, I don't think so. 
now known as Erica Nova. Yeah, I mm, I don't think so. I get the feeling he rubs some of them the wrong way. In the chats. Because he's a Twitch he's a, chat. He's a bit of a spark plug, you know? Agitator. Agitator, yeah. I think him and Reed Phillips might have gotten into something <laughs> on Twitter. Bit of an agitator, I think. Again, I'm still new to this chat, so I'm, you know, I get a feel for it, but it's, you know, I'm in. I'm one of the hardcore DMs. Wow, all right. Big revelation. That's that's great. That's exciting. I remain a man of the people. We might all fly out to Boise one year and see you. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. All right. Well, uh, side B, you guys address a lot of stuff. We're, we're just talking about the, the future, and we really want to address how Pete is going to interact in these meetings. We're very curious about that. Okay, that's Bogues and Mraz on side B. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget just as soon as I... Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Howdy, doody, do. Welcome to Side B of the PGP. How is everybody doing? It's Mraz. It's Bogish. Whoo! The month of June is coming to an end, and with that, you know, the final swan song for me will continue here. The A's returned from paternity leave early, Bogue. Yeah. To make sure he gets in some last goodbyes. And I tried to do the math on this, swapping out basically next week for this week in terms of being off. Did it matter? I think it only gained him two shows. Because this week he's getting four shows together. Next week he would have only had two because he wasn't going to be here originally Monday. And then you and I weren't going to be here Tuesday and Wednesday. So next Thursday and Friday would have been full shows. This week we have Tuesday through Friday as full shows. So he gained eight more hours of saying goodbye to you. I know Monday... He couldn't do Monday, but I guess it's just the idea of, like, we knew we basically had two full weeks then instead of less chopped up, I guess. Yeah. And I think he didn't want to be away a bigger gap between you announcing and him hosting the show. Yeah, and and as I said, I, I think that this week in the DA show, we're going to— but we're taping this on Wednesday morning, side B, full disclosure, before Wednesday show, but I know we have a special treat. You're going to hear me crying about Derek Jeter, mm-hmm. on, or you already have on Wednesday show. Um— while we're going to play back a couple moments, which, by the way, I'm still on the search for when somebody called me Mraz. I think it happened in March now. Did you did you follow my suggestion? Did it help at all? 
I actually didn't. Okay. By the time you had texted me that, I uh, I had met up with a buddy in town for like an hour. So I got that's on my docket. But anyway, anywho, as the kids might say, uh, we're going to play back some some old memories. But other than that, I think it was about like sta- having like a real DA show for a week. Yeah. And then I guess that last week will be a lot more stuff. Yeah, I mean. And, and DA's also promised a soliloquy, which I think is a big word for. Um, like a speech. A speech, yeah, yeah. which is nice. Now, so that, I get it right. That gives us only like eight shows before we do this Wednesday show. Um, eight full shows left. I could tell you because I only look at it in terms of waking up extremely I early. I have, um, yeah, I have eight, nine, like ten more four a.m. wake up, counting the three shows that yeah, we're doing exactly. next week. Right, exactly. And, so. and how many more PGP side Bs do we have here? Oh, I didn't even think of that. And the bigger question is, am, am, do, do I become the host of side B after this? Does Fantastic the new you point. become the host of side B after this? I don't know. Fantastic point, Bogues. Wow, I hadn't thought of this. The permission granted podcast matters here. It, of course it does. So my guess is, and I have no knowledge of this whatsoever, other than hearing Pete mumble to himself. Mm-hmm. My guess is that a permanent replacement for me will not be seamlessly in place by the time I bow out here at the end of July. I mean, it couldn't be. We need months, you'd think, to weave through months, all of the candidates. Uh, and proper I, vetting. And full disclosure, I also have no idea. DA's taking a lot of paternity time. He still has vacation time. Like We right. technically never even got to summer fry DA's this year. Yep. So what does August look like on the DA show with DA time off? I have no idea. Yeah. I, and perhaps DA will share some of those plans. Um, but you know, he shouldn't have to give days back just because I'm leaving. I'm sure he won't. Right. So I don't know that you will get the full steam rolling replacement of me till September, but that doesn't mean the PGP stop. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably on you for now. I would and think I so. would think and not for nothing. These guys aren't going to want to hear this, but I've been through it where guys are off and it's tough to find Pete and Kaplan. I think got to step up in the interim until somebody's hired. I, 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 I don't want to point fingers cap at least you know, has work to do outside the four hours of the show. But you know what? We put a lot of attention on what Pete does outside the show. Maybe it's time to start wondering what Cap's doing. Well, see, I was going to put the attention on Pete and say maybe he needs to stay here till 1030-ish on a day and uh, sit down and hang out with me for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, either way, I think, yeah, he's not going to want to hear that, though. I know. That's why I said Pete it. is going to grab a bunch of papers together. He's yeah. going to do the thing where he like he stacks them up top, and he's going to look really important. He'll be oh, I got to deal with the interviews here to replace Sean. He does a really good job of promoting the idea yeah. that he's got a lot going on. Like he has a he does you know he mentions other jobs. We don't even know if those those jobs exist. All right, great point. The location exists, but we don't know what he does if he goes there, when he goes there. Who do knows? they want him there? Yeah, or do they want them there? Is a great point. Right. It's a great point. I don't Here's the thing. I would hope, I have no problem ever coming back on a PGB, clearly. I want to check in on the show. Maybe that's some kind of involvement. I would hope, I, you know, a little space here to start where I, I'm not there day one yeah. just till we find a replacement. I mean, there is a, there's a weird line that we have to get to. Where, I don't want to be Tom Brady. I want people to miss me a little before you see me. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to call you Tom Brady, but you are significant enough and talented enough and you've so many things are so closely tied to you that we do have to kind of move on. Like, I think of all these teams that do these, like, cheesy things after they like, win a title where they, like, bury the trophy yeah. before the new season starts. Like, we need to do—we need to—not officially, really, but we need to bury something to kind of cut the tie a little bit. 
yeah. and have a little bit of a fresh start with whatever the DA I, show 2.0 is. I agree, because I do want to still be involved, as DA pointed out, in some way, shape, or form, but I hate when athletes go away, but like a week later are calling games or always on, you never hear. Yeah. You know, I need a like, couple weeks. A couple weeks. I mean, two, tw- 2025 is really the first year that I would be okay with like you going in our ring of honor. It can't be immediate. Yeah. It can't even be 2024. we got to sure. give some, some space here. Yeah, i got to hang right next to the huge freeze jersey. There's no doubt about it. Now, yeah. Pete also played, I guess it was Monday before DA was back, one of my ramblings about a Wendy's order or something like that that I've had, or maybe the Burger King one where I go order, and he quickly chimed in on the air. Not going to be hearing that anymore. Like, yes. like a shot at me. And I, I re- came back at him and I said, well, why not? Like, why can't that be played as a rejoiner? And he said that basically my rejoiners he'll keep in a separate folder, but they're done being played. He told me they're done. Now, I don't know if this is an emotional thing after he talked about the bond in the control room, but you know that's a weird thing, too. We played Jacob Wilkins, never appears on the show anymore. We play things from him. Um, he or should not be named. We've played stuff from him. That that stuff rubs on the web stream. Yeah, we can't play any rejoins from him. I think we can play rejoins where you're among the voices in the rejoin, but a Sean specific rejoin might be counterproductive. Wow! Like whoever gets your job, whoever it is, wouldn't so, be fair to them. Somebody here, somebody from the outside. If maybe they're taking their time to find their footing and figure out how to fit in and do their thing on the show. And then Pete plays your four-minute Wendy's breakdown. Everyone goes, oh, man, I miss Sean. That's not good for, you know, Boyle or Ryan Seacrest, whoever's getting this job. Could be Seacrest. You're right. Absolutely could be Seacrest. He's getting every job right now. Sure. All right, so I— Wait, before we leave Wendy's, can I, can I tell you that last night I had my first ever chicken bacon ACI? I don't know what they call yeah, it. Yeah, you got that? I don't think I liked it. Spicy patty or regular? Regular patty. Got to get the spicy patty. It's, uh, okay, I'll, I can try that again. And you got to put some a couple French fries on top of it, too, like a Permanente Brothers. All right. Okay. All right. That's fine. Should have called the, Uncle the base, the base menu is not my favorite. Yeah, I mean, Wendy's also, and this isn't like a free to them, is one of the Facebook places that at least makes me feel like crap after eating a bunch of it. There's something about it where I don't feel like garbage. I think— Not that it's healthy, but I don't pretend In a that. complimentary way— it's the closest to a real hamburger or sandwich, in my mind, out of the big three fast foodies the big three. in McDonald's and Burger King. Yeah, it's more Durant than it is Beal. Because I don't count Arby's in there, because I think Arby's wants to be a little north right. of those three. I agree. They got the meats, but I don't know what else. True. Uh, so real quick before I let you go, on interview watch for replacing. Yeah. Pete the Body is taking this very seriously. I, I of course he's he led is. me to believe he's had private conversations with DA. <laughs> I believe, and this is me reporting on my own job replacement, mm-hmm. that this is going to be both an internal and external search, and that some of the names you might have heard around the DA show will seriously be considered. Some might even call them favorites. Right. But it is not a lock that anybody's getting the job. And you want to run through Carlos's and Boyle's and maybe Connor Green's or whatever else comes up. Right. I get the sense from Pete. That Pete's not going to be happy with any of the choices. Of course not. Like the way he's talking about, like you know, but we need to focus more on this, and this person's only going to be focused on this and this. Yeah, I feel bad for whoever steps in that interview room with Pete. And Pete's very focused. So if anybody's listening to this, it's a point for the job. What ideas are they bringing to the table? He points because you were an ideas guy. I'm like, I know I said I was an ideas guy. I don't know that I necessarily was right. an ideas guy. No, I mean, but Pete is super worried about that. But I mean, of course, he's taking it like he's I don't know. You know, the head of a network yeah. and making a huge decision. Is this going to be the biggest decision in Pete the Body's management career? I mean, it almost feels like it, even though yeah. it might not be his decision in the yeah. end. 
But he also, this is a personal thing because he knows he's going to have to sit next to somebody and maybe he's afraid of having a cover for them yeah. or pick up the slack because oh. they're not coming in or on time or late or missing this and missing that. No doubt about it. This is definitely a hire where Pete is maybe trying to do even less work than usual down the line. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you know, he'll tell the new guy, you got to handle reads, too. Like, it'll be something like that. Yeah, right. He's going to want somebody who can push around a little bit yeah. and, like, trick into doing some more work, putting yeah. a little, you know, nudging a few more things on their side oh, of the fast. desk. I'm so fascinated by this. I'm more interested in this than anything HBO will throw out with Hard Knocks. I really want Cap to film it. And I know that we want to watch, you know, the Jack Stern interview, but I want to watch Pete in oh, all of these rooms. No, that's the classic, right? You might think a Stern might be a star there, but yeah. Pete would walk away as the star of Hard Knocks. Yes, Clipboard, yeah. eyeglasses, oh. legs crossed, asking Pen questions. clicking. Oh, I'm in. The best. All right, where can we follow you on Twitter, Bogues? At Pete the Body. And you can follow me at Jack Stern One. Take care, everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.